Hi guys, I'm Rich, one half of Beard and Bear. This is a message recorded on the 19th of June 2020. Due to ongoing revelations in the wrestling industry regarding currently emerging accusations against a number of UK independent WWE, NJPW and AEW wrestlers, we have felt compelled to affix this message to the start of our archived content. We have chosen to keep our archive content as is, for the purposes of transparency. Please be aware that discussions about wrestlers currently embroiled in the ongoing Britress abuse scandal were recorded before these revelations came to light. If you wish to hear our views on these accusations before you continue to listen to our archived content, please feel free to search for hashtag speaking out on our anchor.fm forward slash jfabe profile. In addition, on the back of recent protests and the Black Lives Matter movement, like everyone should, we have checked our privileges in context of what we have learned, particularly regarding sensitivity and microaggressions. I have discussed our past content with multiple people of various different races, creeds, religions, sexualities, genders um, from across our society, and feel some of it may not best reflect our views as they are currently held. However, This podcast has been left as it was originally released. Some opinions are kayfabe and are given by parody characters or personas that do not reflect the present views of Rich or Jay or the actors portraying them. Listener discretion is advised. Everything you hear from this point on is what was released on the original day of publishing. Thank you very much. Share light. It is Sunday, the 12th of January 2020. There's a special episode. We're going to give you a nice little preview of what's going on at NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool. Very unusual for us, but we were just so excited about this card that we wanted to give you all our thoughts. Um, I'm, of course, joined by Jay. Jay, hey. <laughs> as we as we as we move on, I want to quickly thank you all for checking out the Show Light podcast. It's part of the JFabe universe. You can get track of Show Light at Anchor.fm forward slash JFabe. That's J F A B E. In addition, we're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocketcast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Other places where you can get your RSS aggregations of podcasts. Rank us on iTunes so more people can be kept up to date by us. Smiling old Rich at Not a Time Duke on Twitter, and of course Jay at Not a Robot. Robot is spelled R zero B zero T. Much to the confusion of everyone who looks for him, <laughs> because Jay's just starting out with this social media thing. Well, <laughs> right, okay. So putting I'm not a robot, and I didn't want any numbers at the end of it, so I just figured I'd just make them zeros. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. So when you tell people this verbally, how are you going to communicate that it's like? Imagine that I'm somebody you're telling your Twitter right now, no, um, right, using okay, a so... verbal medium like like the one that we use um, <laughs> predominantly as our way of communicating with our fans. It's at, I am not a robot, but in the robot, there's zeros. There you go. <laughs> so what? What? So it's like I am not a robot zero. But no. No, with zeros instead of O's. Oh, okay. Pretty so simple. it's pretty simple. I am N zero T A R zero B zero T. Yeah. Except that's not correct because if I put that in, I wouldn't find you because there are 
O in not is not a zero. It's, it's nice it and simple, not. guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jay. I have so much fun doing this, no, and I don't mean right. it. You guys can find Jay. Um, <laughs> you can find Jay linked on the Jay Fabe Twitter. You can hear all of his witticisms about this shit of the day. Um, Jay Fabe Twitter is, of course, um, at Jay Fabe Podcast. Um, and of course, you've got showing light JF Jay's twitter handle is also there um or if you just hashtag pretty much any episode of AEW or roh i'm sure you'll find him somewhere in the comments talking about how awesome it is um jay you excited for this for this podcast that we're doing right now well, i'm more than excited excellent excited right now can you tell <laughs> yeah no i can totally tell you've been you've been you've been doing a bit of bit of bodybuilding doing the old the old Body running building. thing <laughs> oh, yeah yeah <laughs> I've done some dumbbell complex circuits. It's hardly bodybuilding, but yeah. Oh, it's hardly bodybuilding, mate. I consider walking up the stairs with my pizza to be like core core strength stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have got the body of an athlete, but that athlete is Dave Mastiff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an a type of com- <laughs> type of comedy you get here on the channel um of course we will later be joined by our special minion taz um he's 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 flying around the universe like a wacky call him a minion you sure um, you want to call him a minion right now look right he's he's really he's really pissed off <laughs> at me and i don't, you, I don't know why he's so pissed off at me i don't know why he's so pissed off at me all i did was go on a super special adventure um and I took. I was good enough to take two versions of him with me. You know, I used to be a fucking time duke. I don't know what his fucking problem is. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, there's, you can catch up on that on our Christmas special, of course, if you haven't already. But Taz, if you've heard our last episode, is also a little bit mad at me. So I've invited him to this very special podcast here to do a special episode of Where the Fuck Is Taz. Um, before we do go on to that though we've got more important things to talk about which i haven't talked about for the first five minutes of this podcast but it is the main thrust of the podcast do trust me um that is wrestling um podcast <laughs> tyler Bate will be facing jordan devlin trent seven versus eddie dennis kaylee ray versus tony storm piper niven and gallus imperium Grizzled Young Veterans and Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan will be going into a fatal four-way tag team ladder match for the NXT UK Tag Team Championship. Plus, Walter will face off against Joe Coffey um, for the United Kingdom Championship in a main event at NXT TakeOver Blackpool. Um, I think um, we've... Yeah, Blackpool 2. Um, the, it, the first the first Blackpool was too much of a dump. We decided to go to the sequel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we could have timed that better. Did we do Blackpool a favour? Let's face it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> WWE are really putting over Blackpool. Like there are so much. Like I'd like to see him at Ali Pali. I'm hoping this year they That'd do do awesome. Ali Pali. Um, that would be awesome. That would be really good. I mean, it's a great it building. Progress territory, but that'll still be awesome. Mm. I think they get, um, I think they get quite an audience, and I don't think the audience would necessarily be bad. Plus, I think it would if they do consider introducing the great Jim Smallman to the stage at any point. Um, then I think that would be the place to to have him do the honors. Um, 
if anything else. Um, have you been able to... So this is going to be a bit Britrass-heavy, um, this entire podcast. If you don't follow Britrass, this is a nice little introduction. Uh, me and Jay are big fans of um, various British wrestling um, British wrestling organisations, but one of our favourites and what really started my true and utter romance with um, Britrass is, of course, um, Progress Wrestling. Um, recently had their Chapter 100. Have you had a chance to see Chapter 100? Um, I actually have. Yeah, I watched yeah? it yesterday. I watched, yeah. I watched it a, a few days ago. What did you think to Chapter 100? Uh, started off slow. Mm. Definitely picked up. Um, mm. I mean, best match was the death match. Right at the end. David Starr. Yeah, right at the end. David Starr and Jimmy Havoc. Fucking hell. They fucking tore yeah, each other to pieces. Yeah, my fucking like... God. Um, so very <laughs> Was good. that David Starr's hurrah? Was that his hurrah as well? Because apparently he's on his way out from progress. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, no one ever really leaves progress, as as proved by the return of Jimmy, Jimmy Havoc, of course. Yeah, and Ginny. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, with with all that said, um, let's push that to one side for now. Um, I, how are we going to approach progress this year? Do you think um, when it comes to? Because I don't think we can do a show for every chapter because last year that nearly killed us. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, the style of it was pretty demanding, wasn't it? So, yeah, we did a very technical show. technical style of podcast that was pretty much play-by-play. Um, it was the equivalent of listening to a broadcast radio live um, of that of, of whatever you were watching. We it was went pretty through. good, though. It was pretty demanding, but it turned out pretty well. Yeah, yeah, we we did spot-by-spot, spot, and that was that was pretty pretty rewarding. But I First don't think... one was uh, Super Strong Style 16. Yeah, Super Strong Style yeah. 16. It is available in the archives. Um, it also starts off um, a bit of a story arc that, you know, we're still well, reading. With, <laughs> eh? But I don't know that. You didn't know that in the, in the, when, it, when it started, did you? You didn't know that that was going to happen. Let's get back but... to the archive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those um, things. Yeah, just just go back to the archive. Unless it'll all become quite evident. But no, seriously, that was... Um, that was quite a quite an event, wasn't it? Um, overall, yeah, it was. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I'd well, just seeing some of it live, and it was fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, no, he did see me dematerialize in a retardus at one point, so that was cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Progress Wrestling um, is, of course, one of the feeding territories for both WWE as well as AEW, um, and we. I, I think that what we should probably do is maybe a quarterly progress show. I mean, because we're both fans, and it is really one of our big pleasures. Um, I, we've got to find a way to cover progress, but of course with its chapter chapter heavy dynamic, we'll, we'll, we'll keep on thinking we'll, we'll about it. it. We'll figure yeah, it out. We'll figure, we'll figure it out. out. Let's not figure um, it out right now. We'll, yeah. We'll <laughs> it's supposed to just be a quick episode. We're 20 minutes in or whatever. We haven't talked about anything. Uh, Tyler Bate will um, be facing um, Jordan Devlin. I am, of course, going from Wikipedia, where the match order is slightly different. Um, but, I mean, let's start talking with Tyler Bate. He had probably one of the matches of the year, two years running, um, with Walter um, as he faced off against him um, last year Hello in Wembley. Um, well, last... Hello Wembley. Yeah, yeah, Hello Wembley. So he did Wembley um, in October of 2018 um, versus Walter. That match went around 45 minutes and was an absolute 
barnstorm it probably won the one of the best technical british wrestling matches of all time um i think it will be safe to say and then technical strong style mm. able to go for so fucking long like their cardio is fucking insane yeah i mean if if somebody says sell british wrestling to me that is the match i show them um, mm. Never, never any shadow of a doubt. It is. You always talk about British wrestling, Rich, which is the. But then people, sorry, uh, yeah, people will argue that Walter, Walter isn't British and it's not British wrestling because he's from Austria. Um, it's like, well, yeah, he's, he's fighting. It, <laughs> he's fighting in the British ring, um, and I think British wrestling, Brit wrestling is more than that. It's kind of like because Brit wrestling does does get the whole of Europe in. Um, you know, yeah. NXT UK this week had um, three. Um, three matches that involved an American um, out of four. Um, but it was British wrestling that they were doing. So, I mean, it's it's both a style as well as how it's kind of... Plus, Walter is one of the most important figures in independent wrestling today. Um, and he does wrestle a British style when he's wrestling against against certain wrestlers. So, yeah. Um, or at least that's my take on it. Well, I mean, what was like a throwback, isn't he? Yeah, to an old style of wrestling, which would come from the British style of wrestling. So mm. he's kind of the big strong man, the kind of anybody who can beat me within ten minutes gets a shiny penny. Kind of, kind of carnival barker, kind of got strong man, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So Jordan Devlin, <laughs> Jordan Devlin, um, he has gone from strength to strength this year, at least on the indie circuit. Um, last year, of course, is showing at um, NXT Blackpool was um, a bit of a a bit of a sleeper hit where he faced off against his um, mentor Finn Balor um, in a surprise appearance. Um, he plays a fairly robust heel in WWE UK, um, and he doesn't do too bad. He is the current progress tag team champion um with scotty davis this is on yeah. um the indie scene um where he plays a permanent face due to a very good backflip that he once did um at super strong style 16 he had a phenomenal showing at super strong style 16 um in 2019 as well which you were present for um having seen him fight effectively three matches um at what I would currently say is the apex of his of his career at the moment. Um what what are your thoughts on Jordan Devlin um and the potential of this match? Um I wasn't sold on Jordan Devlin. Um I'd never really heard of him mm. um until actually he came to um, NXT UK. So I've got into progress pretty late to be fair. Um mm. but watching him uh, Super Strong Style 16 completely changed my mind. Um, this yeah. guy can go with anybody, any style, mm. run he's, any weight. He's one of those total packages, and I think it's um, yeah, it's it's one of those situations where, much like when Finn Balor first appeared in the WWE, anyone who knew anything about Finn Balor was kind of like, just wait for it. Just wait for it. And now those people are all sat high and mighty going, oh, 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 oh we told you, mate. But they've had to put up with four years of him smiling and grinning and waving. We've currently got the opposite of that with Jordan Devlin in that we're currently going through this phase of him being a being a petulant child who doesn't seem to have earned the amount of petulance that he displays, whereas those who are keeping their eye on the indie scene will already know that that is just a very tiny sliver of a very broad range. Yes. 
Yes, because that guy can do so much more than the WWE let him do. Yeah. When he first came in, it, it was just building his character up, I guess. Um, people who haven't seen him, so like myself, being able to to watch him live was an absolute mm. pleasure. Yeah, I mean, um, that first, the the semi final match um, at Super Strong Style, which I believe was that against David Starr, was it? Yes, it was. Yes, yes it was. Um, Fuck me. That had. <laughs> so, I can't believe I just remembered that, but the reason I remember that was it had one of the best finishes I think I've seen in an independent wrestling match um, involving a bridge um, of some kind. Um, it's very it's very hazy now because I haven't watched it since about May, but... It ended on the outside. It was a double count, wasn't it? It turned into a triple threat, so they had to then, then they put in... Um... Travis Banks into the into the situation as well. That might look very well. So it was a quarter final, then semi final was the three of them. Mm. I think this year, um, I mean, what we can expect from this guy. My thoughts are, he is going to be. Um, I reckon he's going to win Super Strong Style sixteen this year. That is my thought. I re- I think he is going to be the Progress Super Strong Style sixteen winner this year. I think he will be, have been progress champion by the end of the year for his WWE career. I think this is the match where they finally break out the Jordan Devlin from the Indies that everybody's talking about. I think this will be the match where he's against Tyler Bate. People already know they're going to see an absolute epic because Tyler Bate's already established as that type of wrestler in the WWE already. Um, yep. And I think this is the perfect time. I, I think a lot of people this going into this... Be a show stealer. Yeah. I think a lot of casual fans going into this will be under the impression that this is going to be a kind of one-and-done squash match and Jordan Devlin couldn't possibly hang with Tyler Bate. But there's no fuckery. There's no... Um, there's no kind of what what Bruce Pritchard would call gaga going into this match. There's going to be no controversy, I don't think. And I think you're just going to get Jordan Devlin and Tyler Bate put on a, rest, a Mac Classic for just under 30 minutes. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the card isn't that long, but I don't mm. think they'll give them 30. I think they're going to get in about an hour. I think they're going to do two and a half hours. Um, and I think... Um, well, I don't know. They are, they are on BT Sport aren't they? Yeah. Um, have you, before we go on to the next match, um, I, I don't know, they might only get 15 minutes, but whatever they do, they will make the most of the ring time. Um, yeah. Have you have you had any chance to see some of the promotional material that BT Sport have been doing with WWE, um, particularly on Twitter? Um, I can't say I have. Oh, mate. To be fair. You would be surprised. BT Sport, the, the person who is running that social media, I don't know if he's employed by BT or whether he's employed by WWE. Um, I, my impression is that it's a WWE employee um, who is hired to do that kind of outsider social media stuff. But they reference Jushin Thunder Liger, um, all of the little kind of references to Jushin Thunder Liger that they've been doing. Um, like Kevin Owens's, um, Kevin Owens's beautiful um, palm strike that he did um, in reference to Jushin Thunder Liger and other things like that. All of those references being called out on that, um, along with references to the Indies and references to other things that you wouldn't normally see on a WWE kind of sponsored channel. And it's actually they're actually okay. putting on quite an interest. Like the assets that WWE have given 
BT Sport for this campaign as well. They've done they've done individual adverts that are specifically tailored to the market. I'm actually really impressed so far. Um, this could actually lead to a bit of a resurgence of WWE in the UK if if they continue on this because literally their their marketing has been phenomenal. It doesn't change the fact that the product's still pretty bad. <laughs> Um, I think I think with BT, um, I think that BT should really be emphasising NXT and NXT UK as the brands. Like yeah. I, I would say that it's a much more British style, um, and it's much more likely to win the British sport fans over. Um, but like that they have to find a way to kind of remove it from the old kind of sky sports SummerSlam 92 kind of mentality that people have when they're dealing with wwe on british television and i think if they focus on nxt um as the main thrust of it with its more sport-like presentation it'll be um there's much more likelihood that that's going to be acceptable to the to the standard british punter I should probably check this out. To be fair, to, to mm. really give a yeah, I did. I, I to be honest, I literally, literally just stumbled across it. But no, if you, it's um, BT Sport, just BT Sport, WWE on BT Sport, and it's very similar to the Fox on WWE handle. But no, it's it's just took me by surprise how how well put together that is compared to what Sky have been doing to support WWE, which is absolutely fuck all for many years. Um. Moving on, shall we? So the match, <laughs> the actual match. What do we think about it? <laughs> um, I think it's the right time for both of these people to be facing each other, and I think Jordan Devlin's going to win. Well, yeah, me too. I think Jordan Devlin's going to go over. It's about time that they they put forward jordan devlin into the main front um they do need to add a, a secondary title because there's mm. too much talent in there now where they where where they can just have one title with yeah. one storyline kicking off they need something else yeah um for the for the other wrestlers to i think aim for i so. think they get into the point where they their their roster is deep enough in nxt uk that um they can start taking some of the larger names like tyler Bate and trent seven and moving them off into other parts of of wwe if they need to um i'm hoping they don't but i think they could very well do that um and i think now would be the time if they wanted to um have you seen nxt prime target um nxt uk prime target which was the replacement for nxt uk this week uh no sports like reality <laughs> <laughs> i can see that you've been really excited for this event um so <laughs> it's got a very sports like presentation um very reality tv style as well um and it follows each of the matches and sets up the story for each of them in a reality context um very very good they should continue doing that um but that got me excited for this match um even more so than i currently am um no i think i think jordan devlin's walking away with it um, and I think Tyler Bate I think Tyler Bate's going to put on a great match but I think Jordan Devlin is, is getting this and I think it's going to be a step up into the mid card shoot upper mid card you were saying shoot oh ok um, <clears throat> yeah he does the same move as oh, I see his face he's in CCK what's his name <laughs> Someone. Someone. Long hair. CCK. 
CCK. Um, Calamari. Oh, Calamari Catch Kings. Yeah. Um, so that would be um, Chris Brooks. Thank you, Chris Brooks. Yeah, so they do the whole slingshot over the road with the cutter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that seems to be a seems to be a fairly popular move across across more indie promotions as well as some of the mm. lower lower ranked WWE ones as well at the moment, um, which is I think fairly interesting. Uh, do you think we're going to see other than Travis Banks, of course? Do you think we're going to see any of the other members of Calamari Catch Kings, um, the big three way professional wrestling stable that t- t- has been tearing up the UK for a number of years? Well, Kid Lycos is retired. Mm. Oh, so, yeah. They're probably not in, then. So there's that. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Gresham's in ROH, so... Done, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, well, well, never mind, then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Trent Seven will face Eddie Dennis in a singles match. Um, oh, where to begin? Um, don't care. <laughs> Honestly, don't care. Eddie Dennis is a terrible heel. <laughs> Wow. Um, Eddie Dennis is currently the Progress Wrestling Champion. Um, He is the Progress Unified World Champion. Um, He is also in... He is also a winner of the Progress Tag Team Championship once with Mark Andrews, um, as well as winning a tournament for it in 2014. He's also wrestled for South Coast Wrestling, Triple X Wrestling, um, the Entertainment Wrestling Association, Attack Pro Wrestling, and Pro Wrestling Chaos, winning titles for them all, often with other tag team partner Alex Steele. Um, he's had a fairly good year. Um, his mic work is a little bit irritating, is it not? Eddie Dennis? Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's not good. It's cringy. It's terrible heel work. Yeah, everyone hates him in progress and also probably NXT UK um, he's better as a face he can get the crowd in he can get the crowd hyped his face promos yeah, I can get on with I, I, I can relate to him when he's a face but as a heel as a heel he's kind of difficult um, although he's I think his actual wrestling as a heel is pretty good um, or at least it's it works it is Eddie Dennis and it is Eddie Dennis as a heel and I want the faces to win, so it must be doing something right. Yeah? Uh, I guess so. I guess he's doing his job. Hmm. But but you don't feel that he's possibly the best example of that. I mean, that's probably why he's better off on the undercard in this situation. Um, I imagine that the reason why he's on the top of the progress ladder is simply because he's one of the... He's one of the people who... Originals. Yeah, I think I think it is kind of a nod of respect to him um, amongst anything else, um, to be honest. I don't understand why he's carrying that title, to be fair. I would have rather have seen Davis Starr finally get that big one. But... Um, and now you've got... It could just have been that he was, he was the one who helped them out of, of what was otherwise a bit of a booking jam. Mm. I guess so, but... Yeah, I just don't... I don't, yeah, I don't get on with him. I don't get on with his style. I don't get on with his promos. Just don't like him. Fair play. Um, well, obviously we know who you want to win. Um, that will, of course, be 
Trent Seven. <laughs> Trent Seven um, is the mentor of Tyler Bate, who we were speaking about previously. Um, if you haven't seen him, where the fuck have you been since 2016? Because him and Tyler Bate have been lighting up um, the WWE universe as well as the rest of the independent scene um, for much longer. Um, accolades for this guy. Are you ready? Um, Let's go. Attack progress. Uh, sorry, att- attack pro wrestling twenty four seven championship um, one time champion tag team championship one time with um, Tyler Bate Shikara um, champion D Parajas with Tyler Bate once um, king of the trios with Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. Um, 2017 Fight Club Pro FCP Championship once FCP Tag Team Championship once with Tyler Bate Infinity Trophy of 2013 Insane Championship Wrestling um, Heavyweight Championship one time International Wrestling Syndicate World Tag Team Championship once with Tyler Bate Over the Top Wrestling Tag Team Championship once with Tyler Bate and um, current with Pete Dunn. Um, Pro Wrestling Illustrated ranked him number 168 of the top 500 single wrestlers of 2018. Progress Wrestling Tag Champion once uh, with Pete Dunn and twice with Tyler Bate. Progress Atlas Champion one time. Um, Revolution Pro Wrestling Undisputed British Tag Team Championship once with Tyler Bate. Progress Res- sorry, Wrestling Go 24-7 Watermelon Championship twice, as well as the current Watermelon Champion, believe it or not. Um, WWE NXT Tag Team Championship Invitational Winner 2018 with Tyler Bate and Tag Team Champion for NXT once with Tyler Bate. Um, those are the accolades. The guy has been, of course, wrestling and training in wrestling since much, much earlier. Um, but still continues to wrestle as an underdog. I mean, with all those accolades and all those, I don't understand sometimes why he does that because he well, could be a I think incredible th- contender for the UK Championship in NXT UK right now. I think part of it is probably his age. Um, I mean, he started training rather late um, in or later than what a lot of people would consider to be standard. Um, I mean, he started training in 2008. He was born in 1981. So, I mean, from that perspective, he was 27 when he started training, um, which, of course, means that right now he is currently <laughs> just doing some calculations. They're 38 years old. Um, so yeah. I think I think part of it is probably that he, he's already at the stage where he's, he's got the technicals down, Um but at the same time, you know, he's he's not really he's not really got the maybe the longevity coming up. He's probably thinking about his retirement within the next ten years, I would imagine. Um although he's never really had a massive he's never really had a massive massive kind of injury. Um he is known at the moment to be splitting um his time between wrestling and a day job and it's understandable as to why, I think. Um but interesting. Hmm. I don't. I don't think. I don't. I think it's much like Tommaso Ciampa. I don't think you'd ever see him on the main roster because I don't think he's got the longevity to stick it. At least from a long term. Because when you when you book a wrestler onto the main roster and stick him in the Royal Rumble, make him win it, you're thinking about your next ten years, aren't you? Yeah. 
And could you really imagine marketing him as the face of a company as big as WWE for that long? No, but he could definitely be the face of NXT UK. Oh, yeah, he could. Very much so. Um, Very much so, but then is NXT UK not positioned in such a way that it is almost a youth movement to some degree? Um, I mean, you could say that, but everyone recognises Trent Seven. Yeah. I don't think there's any British fan that doesn't know who Trent Seven is. Yeah, but at the same so, time, uh, I really don't mean to be a detriment to Trent Seven, um, and I think part of this is how he set it up. At the same time, everyone who sees Trent Seven wishes they were watching Tyler Bate or Pete Dunne. When he said that in his promos before, mm. like he, he knows what's, what's what. Well, there you go then. Yeah, you know, he's but, like he's the weak link of British strong style. But but when you portray yourself as an underdog all the time, maybe people wouldn't think that. Well, I mean, maybe that's what's, maybe yeah. that is what. Yeah, maybe that's what's most marketable to him. Um, I mean, he's never going to be able to pull out a forty-five minute match with Walter. Um, that will get the same level of accolades as a 45-minute match between Walter and Pete Dunne or Walter and Tyler Bate. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, obviously, the match they have for Unified title wasn't as good as the one we saw ahead of Tyler Bate, but still a good fucking match. Yeah, a very good match, very good match. I think he's... A bit of shenanigans going off in that one as well. Yeah, there was. Um, I think there's a... I don't know. Um, I think he's in a... I think he's in a very good position. Um, I think that he could very well end up as a trainer um, for the UK Performance Centre on a permanent basis. If he's not if he's not doing it wrong. Yeah, if he's not already doing it. You know? Um... So yeah, I think I I don't know. Who do you think's winning this? Um, I reckon this is going to be a Eddie set. Dennis. I th- I I would think that Eddie Dennis would, but I wouldn't be surprised if they if Tyler Bate wins against Jordan Devlin, then Trent Seven wins this match. If he doesn't, then he doesn't. I think that those two, the storyline of those two, is going to mirror each other. Um, for the night, and I would like Trent Seven to win this, but I think that Jordan Devlin's beating Tyler Bate. I can see your point. Um, I do also think that, that that's what's going to happen, but mm. it wouldn't necessarily mean they're going to be mirrored, or because they're connected and it's a tag team. I think I think that they are likely to go into WrestleMania season and Worlds Collide as the most as their in their most money making form. Um, and I think the most lucrative form for Tyler Bate and Trent Seven this year is going to be going into WrestleMania season as Mustache Mountain rather than as individual competitors. Right. Um, I think a good place to put that would be to face Time Splitters, for instance, when they inevitably win the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Oh, yeah. Time Splitters. I'm so looking forward to that. Have you seen any of their stuff? It's great. Um, I have, yes. I actually called that it was going to be the Time Splitters, um, but I called it privately and now no one believes me. No one believes you. <laughs> That's what happens when you do. You tell yourself it's going to be the time splitters. No one's going to believe you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if only there was some way of going back in time. If, if, no. 
<laughs> to love the sun. Thank you. Is that all we got to say about? I just went back in time. I just went to 1990. It was a great time. <laughs> Is that all we've got for Trent Summer Daddy Dennis? Yeah. <laughs> Kaylee Ray, the current NXT UK Women's Champion, will face Tony Storm and Piper Niven in a three-way dance, triple threat, fatal three-way, three, three, three men on a pole match. <laughs> uh, triple threat they're calling it um, one of the newfangled triple threat matches um, what are your thoughts on the NXT UK women's division um, and what are your thoughts on these three competitors so my thoughts on the women's division is they need to pick it up a little bit more probably um, yeah seems to be taking a bit of a backseat to everything else that's going on around them mm. but saying that these three together are going to fucking tear it down Katie Ray yeah. and Piper Nevin have faced each other numerous times in ICW tore it down every single time every single mm. time and and adding Tony Storm to that Tony Storm to that with them yeah. knowing each other in real life and they've probably had matches before that I don't know about adding all sorts of three chemistry together is it's going to be an insane match of course um i mean kaylee ray is i think you could probably consider her to be um a bit of a ring veteran um considering her age that is quite impressive um to be honest she's certainly um she's certainly the veteran of this match she was has... very quick to put that title on her weren't they they really were um but then of course you look at somebody who um has been on the independent circuit for 10 years mm. um been with insane championship wrestling since 2011 had a two-year run in total non-stop action wrestling um back when it was that and not impact um she wiped the inherent filth that's associated with working for dixie carter off her body and then went on to work at world of sport um for the 2018-2019 um 10 episode season um where she faced against such acts as b Priestley and viper and has been with the wwe twice um who were run 2015 to 2017 um where she had matches against Nia Jax um, and also was selected as one of the first 32 competitors of the Mae Young Classic and also has had this run 2019 to present. Um, quickly going through some of her accolades, Defiant um, Women's Championship that was um, during the transition from what culture pro wrestling, of course, um, insane championship wrestling. She was a three time woman's champion there. Um, Eve, of course, very competitive female wrestling organization. She's won the Eve championship once. Um, she was pro wrestling illustrated top. Well, 28th, sorry, of their top female 50 in 2016. Chick Fight Tournament winner for Shimmer, um, 2015. Queen of Southside Championship three times, um, and Southside, um, Southside SWE Speed King Championship one time. World of Sport Wrestling Champion, um, for women's, um, that was one time. She was also the first, um, and judging by how well that's gone. <laughs> probably the only um, and of course she is the current NXT UK Women's Champion um, yeah 
She is for twenty seven years old. She might have had more. Yeah, she might have had more fucking ring time than any other person on this bloody card. <laughs> she's like, or at least this this far, um, bar Trent Seven. You know, she wow. is. Yeah, she is surprisingly like. She has put in the time, hasn't she? Fuck you know. Well, when you compare it to someone like Piper Niven, who's um, she. She's 28 years old. Um, she did also make her professional wrestling debut in 2009, but for mainstream places, um, she had a match with Bay Priestley on World of Sport, um, was in the May Young Classic, and was in NXT UK from 2019. She, Other than that, she has had very little um, to do in regards of mainstream wrestling. Um, a lot of hers has been inter- in- independent, but she has also held several championships as well. I'm not going to list them all, but also two-time ICW um, Women's Champion, um, Women's Tournament 2015 winner, Preston City Wrestling, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, put a 37 in 2017 of top 50 female, Pro Wrestling Eve Champion, um, both international and um, women's, um, which are all women, so of course, two-time women's champion, so there you go, she wasn't the only one <laughs> uh, in World of Sport, um, and of course, um, World Wonder Ring of Stardom as well, so she, that's what she's I mean. a bit well-traveled. Um, Pepper Niven and Kaylee Ray have been going at it for the years, their chemistry is fucking mm. on point. Yeah, that's fair. So, I mean, it's going to be quite quite a, quite a match, and then you throw someone like Tony Storm in, who's probably the most publicly accomplished of these three wrestlers as well um born in auckland she's only 24 um but her accolades are just as numerous as Mm. the other two competitors um ipw um in australia um held three titles there um pro wrestling alliance in queensland four-time champion there um underground and women's um, Progress Wrestling. She's um, she was the inaugural women's champion um, at Progress Wrestling, as well as the winner of the fourth um, Progress Wrestling Natural Progression Series. Believe it or not, um, she won the May Young Classic 2018 um, NXT UK Women's Championship once before as well, um, and of course has fought for many other places, including Westside Extreme Wrestling, titles held there, Sports Illustrated, um, number seven of 2018 in top ten women's wrestler of the year. So, I mean, this might actually be the best women's match of the fucking year when you actually think about how good all of the competitors in it actually are. And the way they build it as well. Hmm. Tony Storm's now best friends with a Pippa Nevin. Katie Ray taking championship off best friend Tony Storm. Um, I, I, Tony Storm I can't... saying Pippa Nevin to stay out of it and not come to the match, and then when she wins, she'll get the first title shot. Like, it's kind of cool, but I I, I must say that Tony Storm will of... turn come in telling you. You reckon? Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't surprise me having seen. Have you seen Tony Storm and how she's been portrayed on TV in recent weeks? Um, that's probably probably the best the best way of the best thing to expect. Um, yeah, she is. She's definitely on her way. Is she not? Um, Moving over to the dark side. Who do you think's walking out of this? Katie Ray. The title? 
Katie Ray. Katie Ray. I can get behind that. Um, I think this is going to be the sleeper hit of the night. I think this is going to be their Brooklyn moment for the women. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least. I see what you're saying with that. I think this could be their Brooklyn moment. I hope it is. Um, But there is. It's a very underserved WWE market, is the women's division in NXT UK. And I am hoping that they put on an absolute barnstormer and then the story going into Worlds Collide on January the 26th um, is, sorry, January the 25th, is that they put on a match that rivaled any of the best stuff um, in the NXT women's division um, because I think that is a story that needs telling and I think it's the story that now is the right time to tell it. And I think any one of these three could probably tell that story really well. It's whoever's going to be best on the mic doing it. Yes. <laughs> um, there's then going to be a fatal four-way tag team ladder match for the NXT UK Tag Team Championship. That is going to feature Gallus, Imperium, Grizzled Young Veterans, and, of course, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Um, let's 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 do this in reverse order and just talk about um, kind of basic feelings about how well they're suited to the match and what your thoughts are on them as wrestlers as well. Um, let's start off with a team that I am calling the um, B-team throwbacks, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Um, Mark Andrews, Flash Morgan Webster, obviously going to be very suited to a ladder match with their mm. high-flying capabilities and all that. Um, mm. They will be the underdogs. They won't win. Mark Andrews has been kind of a mainstay going 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 into UK wrestling, but he had his time in uh, TNA as well when he won the uh, British Boot Camp 2. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know why he won that. I thought Rampage was going to get it, but <laughs> he, <laughs> he, had, he had a Slightly alright all run in, in impact. Uh, this best thing to do was to drop them and go back to the UK scene and go back to progress wrestling. Yeah, I mean he's gone from up again. gone from um, strength to strength since he made that move. That was in 2014. He was in the British Boot Camp Two for Total Nonstop Action Wrestling um, when he won that. Um, before then, he had a smattering of um, kind of awards, considering that he's been going from 2006, believe it or not, he started wrestling professionally when he was 13, which is the youngest time when you can yeah. legally do that in the UK. Um, he has since then gone from strength to strength, though. He um, left Total Nonstop Action Wrestling and won the um, Progress Tag Team Title Tournament of 2014. Um, won the Natural Eddie Progression Dennis. Series. Yep, with Eddie, Eddie Dennis. Dennis. Um, he won the tag team championship with Eddie Dennis later on as well. Um, he won Thunder Bastard 2017, um, winner of the, one of the first Natural Progression series in 2013, as well as the Progress World Championship winner at one point as well. Um, he was PWI 500's 165th best wrestler in the world of 2016. Um, other places where you can point to him Celtic Wrestling um, champion with Tommy Dean Halloween tournament winner of 2018 and of course um, he is a one time NXT UK tag team championship holder with the aforementioned Flash Morgan Webster Um, who I don't care about in any way shape or form Flash Morgan Webster should have achieved a lot more considering how long he's been going and I know that's it's totally not my place to say that 
Um, but well, it kind of is because it's my fucking podcast. So where else am I going to say it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he's been on the independent circuit since 2010. If I list everything that he's achieved, you get attack 24 seven champion once attack champion once dragon pro wrestling one time tag team champion with wild boar hope king of fight champion once progress wrestling natural progressive progression series two winner 2014-15 year um pro wrestling chaos king of chaos champion pwi 500's 300th top ranked wrestler of 2018 rev pro champion um, cruiserweight champion sorry once and tag team championship with Mark Andrews from NXT UK that's it that's all of his accomplishments right well compared to everyone else he's, he doesn't seem to be that accomplished comparatively I don't know whether it's just that he's a bit of a jobber I would say that he is he's a mod jobber mm. I don't get his gimmick he needs to sort that out as well I think that might be it. He's got a gimmick that seems a bit... Outdated. It works very well in print, and visually it's very striking when you put him against a plain background. If you put him in a wrestling ring with a modern wrestler, he just looks outdated. Um, And I think that is the problem. Almost like Ligero, but to a larger degree, if I'm honest. I mean, at least Ligero's a bit self-aware of it, Um, but Flash Morgan Webster doesn't feel that way. Grizzled young veterans. But I spoke to him backstage, and that's what he told me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh! Nice, nice. I see you've been. Um, I see you've been chatting with Taz offline and talking about ways to <laughs> ways to be a good commentator. Yeah. Well, you know, we're mates, so. <laughs> James Drake, of course, um, Blackpool native. Um, he is one half of the Grizzled Young Veterans. Um, very. Um, very young wrestler he has been wrestling um, or at least recordings of him wrestling has been since about 2017 nobody's really known much about him since but he is a three time tag team championship holder with Zach Gibson at Progress Wrestling and a one time tag team championship holder with the same in WWE Um, he's also the King of Chaos Championship winner Um, he has less accolades than anyone else on this entire card so far. Meanwhile, Zach Gibson um, absolutely fucking owns it. Um, <laughs> NXT Tag Champion once um, Tag Championship Tournament winners 2019 with James Drake, of course. Um, United Kingdom Championship Tournament winner of 2018. Um, Progress Wrestling Tag Team Champion three times with James Drake, as previously men- mentioned. Grand Pro British Championship holder twice future shock wrestling champion three times um this could just go on britannia wrestling promotions one time tournament winner one night tournament winner sorry um insane championship wrestler zero g champion once i could go on um thoughts Zach on the gibson yeah. Zach gibson <laughs> what a fucking talent that guy is mm. he needs to get, he needs to get out of the tag division soon because this guy can fucking go i don't know why they've kept him in the tag division so long maybe just to build it up a little bit but um, I think I think, it, but uh, that's the thing though. He's good enough that he does enrich the tag, the tag team division that he's in. Um, no matter what that tag team is, and you make a you make a purchase like a um, like a James Drake, 
who he already has an established relationship with, it kind of makes sense to put him there. He's a good mic point, mic person for them. I, I think that the the grizzled young veterans are good enough that I would rather see more of them than a singles Zach Gibson at the moment. But he is only twenty nine. I completely disagree. Zach Gibson yeah. needs to drop the dead weight and just move into the singles division. I, I can see an argument for that as well. Um, why do you think now is the time for that to happen? I don't think he should have been in the tag team division to get to, be, to, to begin with, to be fair. Um, um, oh, yeah, it makes sense for James Drake to like latch on to Zach Gibson like he has done since he, wow. since he started wrestling. But you, you can tell that, that Zach Gibson is a driving force of that team. Um, James Drake has gotten better since he's been in NXT UK. Obviously, he's got the PC there as well, so there's many people around him that can make him better. Yeah. Um, but Zach has just been a natural talent throughout, and he's got such a technical ability in that ring. Uh, no, I think you are right. I'd, completely insane. I do feel that we haven't seen the best of him displayed in NXT UK. Um, oh, no, At least not. not since his entry in um, that... Um, tournament that tournament back in 2018 the championship tournament um i mean his running that was absolutely insane he put on an absolute stunker with amir jordan absolutely destroyed gentleman jack gallagher but it was an absolute match match classic it's 13 minutes 30 seconds um and flash morgan webster um four minutes 20 that makes sense um but then travis banks 17 minutes and five seconds of absolute magic between two of the uk's um or the best brit rest um peeps i'm not going to say two of the uk's best because of course travis banks is from auckland yeah really 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 good tournament that was um that was on the net. That's on the network. Of course, that is um, the Royal Albert Hall, um, 2018 um, June. Go out your way for that one if you want to see some great singles action from him. Um, Imperium. That's Fabian Archer, Archner, um, and Marco Barthel. Um Any thoughts on these guys at the moment? Because we haven't actually seen quite as much of them as I had hoped going in, because the focus has been so heavily on Walter. I can't say that outside of WWE I've seen much Marcel uh, or, or Fabian to be fair um, mm. but from what I've seen of Marcel is that he is able to absolutely smash it um, yeah. when <clears throat> he's in the ring um, I don't know he's, he's also a throwback mm. I mean both these guys kind of with the Imperium, throwback they're all throwbacks yeah. um, and that's one of the things that's what that's their selling point mm. um but yeah, every time I see him, I'm thoroughly impressed with him. I just don't know too much about him. Yeah, of course. Um, well, I mean, a lot of the a lot of the kind of sources are very German um, when it comes to looking for information about him. I mean, he was he had a he had a brief stint in um, Progress Wrestling, um, representing WXW um, Ring Camp. Um, yeah, that was yeah, that was sad about that. I need to dig into some archives somewhere and find some of that um so it was 2017 um early 2017 um he had a match with um where him and walter um faced the london riots um and his run with them continued on until um late april um with a um match 
where he and Timothy Thatcher went against British strong style. Um, so it was apparently a fairly good run, but the majority of his other stuff has been with um, places like Great Bear. Timmy Thatcher, Timmy Thatcher, part of Ringkemp as well. Um, he seems like a good fit. Walter, I think he was. Um, yeah. Let's have a look, Timothy Thatcher. Um, I don't see anything that specifically states that on the page that I am currently right. looking at, but I don't see why not. Um, to be honest, <laughs> um, but I haven't. I haven't actually. I couldn't. I couldn't answer that right now. Um, German Stampede Wrestling, Nordic Championship Wrestling, Pro Wrestling Fighters, European Wrestling. So a lot of it are it, like this is kind of still part of his first kind of excursion into the into the UK. Um, he seems to be sharing his time between Germany and the UK. Um, it does Bartel. Fabian Archner, though, has a much more um, kind of a much more Danish kind of kind of history, but he's also fought for Evolve um, as well as New European Championship Wrestling um, and Dansk Pro um, King of the North tournament winner of 2014. He's got a bit more. He's got a bit more um, experience. He's been his his early career started in 2011, so he's been wrestling since about 21 years of age. Um, I think this is Imperium's time. Yeah, no, definitely. I do think that they would be winning this match. Mm. Um, it's like we don't like wrestling these matches. The ring is sacred. Yeah, so we have to do it. We'll go in there and smash everyone's faces in with a ladder and <laughs> the fucking win, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm one hundred percent with you. I think they are. I think they are going to smash it um, with that ladder, which just seems to be. I re- I reckon because it, it's one of those things, isn't it? They do this whole uh, part of the reason why they're such good heels is because they're very much kind of a oh the ring is sacred, you should wrestle Brit rest style and this kind of European style, and then they just cheat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually really quite clever. It's like when Kurt Angle used to talk about how he was a great wrestler and then used to bat people with chairs when the ref's back was turned. Um, you know, it's it's that level of. That level of genius, I suppose, or an Eddie Guerrero. Um, it's all, it's all very kind of classic heel work. Um, so quite exciting. That everybody loves. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, we've also got the champions, the current champions, which are um, two thirds of Gallus, Wolfgang, and um, of course Mark Coffey. Um, they yeah. are. Where are you on them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, they've all come from ICW. Um, yeah. So it was like, well, we've got a ROH faction in NXT. Let's have an ICW faction in NXT UK. Why mm. not? Yeah, that's fair. I mean... I can't say they're the bad wrestlers because they're not. I mean, they know what they're doing. Like, um, I think at least two out of the three. Two out of the three know what they're doing. Um, Mark Coffey. Uh, not so much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think Mark Coffey's, from what I know of his history and from what I've seen on the Indies, he just doesn't seem to have been working quite as close with Joe um, as Joe has been with Wolfgang. Um, and I think a lot of this is to try and get him up to speed um, with how far Joe and Wolfgang can go. Um, I think out Wolfgang's of- primaries need a lot of work. Like, a lot of work. Did you see the promo where they were um, promoting it um, when they were 
by the pool table. Go on. It, it was just flat. Like there was no emotion behind it. It just seemed like he was reading a fucking card, and that was it. And <laughs> you had Mark Coffey like looking left, like, "What? What are you doing, mate? <laughs> What's going on? Why is this so bad?" <laughs> yeah, um, I, I've you see, I've only ever really seen him in the ring. I've seen some. I saw some of his stuff over download um, when they were in download back in um, back in May of last year. And I wasn't too fussed either way about his promos. I didn't think he, uh, either way about them. Um, I think it's quite clear that the talent of those three is, of course, Joe Coffey. Um, I think he is like the the protege, the Pete Dunn of the team. Um, no offense yeah. to anyone else in in British strong style or otherwise. Um, but yeah, I think I think that he is the could go the to one. the moon. Yeah. Um, who do you think's winning this ladder match before we move on? Um, Imperium. Yeah, I reckon Imperium's going to win. Um, Walter, Joe Coffey. Walter, Joe Coffey. <laughs> Walter, Joe Coffey. Shibbity do you. Oh, you United Kingdom Championship match. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh mate, that is, a, that is a great impression of, um, what's his name, Nigel McGuinness. If we ever introduced him <laughs> as character, then I think you'd be the one voicing him. <laughs> All right, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie. Yeah, um, Do some magic as well at the same time. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that could work. <laughs> yeah. As he is a magician. <laughs> he is. He's a trained magician yeah. and pianist. He is. Yeah. It's all coming together. <laughs> Walter. And sorry, Volta, <laughs> Volta, and Volta. Joe Coffey. What's going on here then? Yeah, it's just you know, the faction thing, isn't it? He's got his title match because mm. Dragonoff faced. <sighs> why? Why could I forget his name? Why? Because he's the only one that's actually impressing me the most. In Alexander Wolf. Alexander Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was a barnstorm. That was on last week's yeah. NXT UK. Um I watched it just before recording this actually. Dragonoff seems to have gone into this whole um hole where he's not in like indestructible, which is kinda sad. But um <laughs> He's he's turning into the UK um the the UK equivalent of um the best bout machine though, is Dragonoff. Mm. I mean, you've heard about his match at um, World Collide, yeah? Who is he facing? Finn Balor. Oh, yes. oh, I literally nearly. That's going to be fucking awesome. I literally nearly shit myself with glee. Oh, like, yes. <laughs> that's that announcement. Cause that's that was, what you want. Yeah, that is exactly what you want. <laughs> Ilja Dragunov versus Finn Balor at Worlds Collide. I knew we were going to talk about it at some point. Ilja Dragunov just just come out of um, possibly one of the best um, of three um, series with UK wrestling mainstay Karen Noir um, from uh, that was on Progress Wrestling again. Yeah. Um, fuck me, that was a series and a half. Storytelling that you've never seen. Yeah. Um, 
and Finn Balor versus him. Just to, to go into that with another hour onto the podcast. So, everybody, <laughs> yeah. go, go get progress. Go pay five ninety nine a month, and you just sit there and see some of the best wrestling you've ever seen. Of course, that is um, Demand Progress. We are not paid by Demand Progress to do this, but it is demandprogress.pivotshare.com. As I rightfully said on my Twitter, um, at NotATimeDuke, um, to the owner of Progress Wrestling, Jim Sterling, um, when he retired on December 31st from Progress Wrestling, Progress Wrestling has changed the way I watch wrestling. Jim Smallman. I do apologize. I was talking about Jim Smallman and not Jim Sterling, who you will have seen in the background of a recent episode of AEW, which is why he was on my mind. Um, Jim Sterling, of course, is um, a games reviewer for Destructoid and is also a wrestler who claims to be from the stars on certain (laughs) independent channels and it is not him i'm talking about it is jim smallman but yes <laughs> it's a good job here to be fair yeah that no, is um, yeah oh, fucking mess i am mate um, one of the things that you do get if you do go to demandprogress.pivotshare.com and subscribe to them um they have recently just now and i am going to stop recording this and go and watch it is hidden gems volume one from progress wrestling that has just released um within the last or at least it's been promoted within the last few days so definitely uh, keep an eye out for phone that. hasn't told me about this um normally get all the updates it's like this it is, is just dropped it is progress saying the match is it is saying that it's only three minutes long so i don't know how whether it's right. a preview but no, I'm very excited for that when that does finally drop. But now, some of the best wrestling you'll ever see. Go and watch it. It is hours of phenomenal wrestling. Got your way for it. Um, cool. Walter Joe Coffey. Walter Joe Coffey. <laughs> so Walter. the story going into this is, of course, that Joe Coffey faced Pete Dunne at Blackpool One, um, and when Walter appeared, was it Blackpool One or was it Cardiff? Might have been Cardiff. Yeah, at Cardiff, sorry. Maybe. And when Volta... Well, no, Walter and uh, Peter Dunn was on NXT, wasn't it? Um, US. No, nah, I don't think it was. Um, Blackpool... Oh, no, 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 sorry. Um, it was Joe Coffey, Pete Dunn at Blackpool 1. Yeah. And then Volta appeared at the end of it. Um, and Joe Coffey got up um, to get back into the ring and face down Volta and say, why are you skipping the queue after I've just wrestled the match of my life with Pete Dunne? It was a damn good match. Um, and Volta swiftly kicked him in the face. The story going into that is Joe Coffey's frustration at being an afterthought and having spent the last year building himself up from the head of a hated heel faction in Gallus to now being one of the biggest baby faces in NXT UK and still the head of Gallus. It's going to be hard hitting, isn't it, mate? Yeah. Hard hitting affair. (laughs) (laughs) I always love your summaries of matches. One of the reasons why I... I've got to piss out myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Oh, Um, Yeah, no, it's going to be a really good match. Um, Who do you think's walking away? Walter. Yeah. Um, Apparently we're going to stand tall with all titles. I think that that would be a logical thing to do. The only thing that makes me doubt that that could happen is that it's recently happened with Undisputed Era on NXT. Um, and mm, if it does happen, yeah. 
It um, will do. <laughs> yeah, if it does happen, I think it's a good indication of Triple H's love for the Four Horsemen. Uh, <laughs> when you really but then that will go it. into um, Worlds Collide, um, Imperium versus um, Undisputed Era, all titles on yeah. the factions. They hold everything within the NXT universe, and they're going at it. Yeah, I mean that would be a logical, logical way to do it. Um, I think a lot of people have been climbing over themselves to see those matches, um, and especially with Finn Balor being um, being otherwise disposed um, to face against Ilja Dragunov in what will definitely be the match of the night. Disposed, disposed. <laughs> otherwise disposed. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, really? I, th- I yeah. What else can you say? Um, it's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> if you haven't already seen Walter, of course, he is defiant internet wrestling champion at one time, European wrestling promotion champion, tag team champion once with Michael Kovac, Fight Club Pro Infinity Trophy winner um, at the sh- and current holder, German Stampede wrestler, um, tag team championship with Robert Dreisaker, over the top wrestling championship one time, Progress Atlas championship holder three time, Unified World championship holder once, um, PWF North European champion once, Pro Wrestling Gorilla World championship once, Pro Wrestling Illustrated's number 14 of the top 500 single wrestlers of 2019. So this guy is considered currently the 14th best wrestler in the world um, by one of the most prestigious ranking um, websites and magazines um, available. That's the same list that contains Will Ospreay at the top. Um, sorry, Adam Cole at the top and Will Ospreay in the number two spot. I'll do correct myself. Um, so many lists because there's definitely one where Will Ospreay is at the top. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was the Mirror UK um, WWE oh, list. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, the one. But, no, I mean, he, he has had numerous kind of holdings on that, of course. Um Westside Extreme Wrestling Champion of pretty much everything they've ever held. Wrestling Observer Newsletter, European MVP of 2018. And, of course, the United Kingdom Championship holder um, one time. And current, um, he won this on April 5th, 2019. So, of course, he is well 300 days into this reign at this point. Really looking forward to it. That match is going to be great. Joe Coffey, I think this is where we see what he is capable of without him being in the shadow of Pete Dunne. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't be more psyched for this. It's going to be good. <laughs> All right, then. Um, anything else that we can say about this? Any other guesses for what we reckon is going to happen this night? Um, I mean, you could throw in interference from British Strong Style. Yeah. In either NXT UK ladder match or even the UK Championship. I don't think they, they would. Make an appearance. But um, other than that, no. I think you could throw in, in um, I think you could throw in a bit of a, um Imperium Gallus overspill into the main event. Um, yeah. I, I could see if they do. I don't think it's going to affect the main event because I think um, WWE are aware of the UK fan base's um, dislike for screwy finishes and how vocal they can be. And I think ending NXT UK Blackpool 2, their third takeover um, in the UK, with anything controversial would be an incredible misstep on their part. So I think we're going to see a clean match straight across the board. Um, very excited. I'm happy with that. 
I'm very happy with that. That does happen. Mm. Of course. Um, so, of course. Moving on. Um, Got to talk about Taz, who has been frustrating me. Um, of course, those of you who are regular listeners to the show will know that Taz is um, has fallen out with me. He is our resident spaceship flying ex-Sultaran, uh, sorry, ex-Sultanan and a current Time Duke. Um, we often play a game called Where the Fuck is Taz? Um, however, since we went on our Christmas adventure for um, Christmas uh, 2019 special edition. Um, he's he's been angry with me. Last week he was a bit cold, wasn't he? On our on our NJPW special available in the archives at anchor.fm yeah. forward slash jfave. Um, yeah, what did what, <laughs> what did you, uh, nice you, plug? That was yeah. a good plug. I like yeah, that. I thought you'd like that. Um, what, <laughs> yeah, it was a bit off for me, wasn't he? Yeah, he just wants to rip off your toenails and feed into a dog that he hasn't got yet called Enzo. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, um, I, well, I think I should. <laughs> do you think I should confront him? I think that's a good idea. Right then. I am going to... I uh, We're going to play a special edition of Where is Taz? Where the fuck is Taz? Um, I am... See, I'm so angry. I'm even forgetting the name of our own fucking segment. I'm going to play the music to summon him and um, see what happens. <laughs> summon him. <laughs> where, the, where the fuck is Taz? <laughs> yeah, yeah you're like, you always look forward to this music, don't you? I do, I do. Yeah. I, I, well, it's understandable why. Um, yeah, so Taz, <laughs> Taz, I'm playing your music, mate. Your song is up, mate. Come, come and have a chat with me. Come on, mate. Don't be a pussy. Where the fuck is Taz and the fact that we went on a special adventure like it was fucking Disney World? It's not Disney World. Do I look like Disney World to you? I'm not fucking Disney World, Rich. Do you know how a Sultan was born? Did your ultra special future Taz who always knew what to do? Did he tell you how a Sultan was born? No. No. Well, let me tell you. First, we're deposited on the ground surrounding our mother. 800 of us, all fully grown. Except we're covered in an epi-epidermis. Do you know what an epi-epidermis is? It's a second lot of skin. See, our holes aren't there. Oh, we get nails. We get teeth. We have to make our own. 
So we slowly chew through our own faces. Very, very slowly. Some don't even bother. Some can't bring themselves to do it. They can't see. They can't hear. They just don't get the instinct. Those who make it out first, like I did, we eat them. We eat them, Rich. We very slowly eat them. And some of them, we can hear their screams. We can hear them screaming through the little hole they managed to chew in their own face before they've given up. Those were our siblings. And then, when there's only ten of us left, we form a nursery. And we go and do the same to all the other children of our generation, till there's only one left. We are the ultimate assassins. They don't need armies, they just need us. One. Man. Army. You're not a fancy time joke now. You want to carry on treating me like a fucking joke? No. No? Let me tell you this. The only reason I haven't killed you for what you've caused is because you're just a fucking clone. Went into the archives, Rich. Went and had a listen at anchor.fm forward slash jfabe. You know, you're always talking about it on your adverts, J-F-A-B-E, jfabe. I heard the whole story from Christmas. Do you know what I noticed? Um. Go on. Bet you can't tell. No. You know you didn't once ask what happened to the old Jay? What happened to Time Duke Rich's Jay? I never had a friend like him growing up. You know that, right? Yeah. Just the mean streets. And yet you run this podcast for a year. You've gone through three of them. I, I, I don't, I don't go through That's long. what being a time traveler is all about, but you're not a fucking time traveler anymore. Worlds don't fall for you. Nobody is scared of a fucking clone. Don't kill me. So let me tell you about your future, Rich. Don't kill me. Don't if I need your help at all, you better make sure you protect your stable. You know who the most important people in the world are? My stable. Your fucking stable. Your tag team partner, sure job to protect him. Yes. My tag team partner was Jesse the Body Ventura. He's gone because of you. Your tag team partner is Jay. You will protect him. Because when I go to war, Rich, I start from the toes, Rich. I start from the fucking toes. I slowly eat my way up. What is your mission? To protect my stable. Do you want to go on a little adventure now? No. We could call it the dickhead in space who treats everything like a joke. No. Do you want to shut the fuck up and just podcast instead of putting yourself yeah. over? Yeah, I want to podcast. I want to podcast. That's all I want to podcast. No more solo adventures? I was in fucking Delaware, Jay. I was in Delaware. Where's your button? You know, the one that pushed me over? Um, it's, it's the red one, mate. Oh, okay, thank you. Where the fuck is Tess?
Okay, see you later. Bye. Bye. See you soon, bitch. Bye-bye. Bye. Um... Showing light. Rich, Jay, and that was that was Taz, everybody. Th- thanks. So, um, thanks, Taz. <laughs> thanks for helping me, Jay. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, thank you all for checking out the... I, I think me and Taz are okay now. Do you, th- do you think, Jay? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, th- um, thanks for checking out the show like podcast. You and he told you he was going to eat you. I don't know. No. I think we can patch it up. Fuck it out, yeah. we can. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. So, I guess we're not playing Where the Fuck is Jazz this week. <laughs> it was Delaware, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> I win. <laughs> thank you for checking out the show like podcast. Part of the JFabe universe. Um, you can keep track of show like anchor.fm forward slash JFabe, JFABE in addition. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Gas, Radio Public, and Stitcher, among other RSS app creators. Jay, anything else? I'm worried for your safety. So am I now. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> see you some Gordon Grahams. Are you eating popcorn? <laughs> no, Gordon Grahams. Oh. And there are other honey-based cereals out there. Nice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm so for you. I'm gonna need some Gordon Graham's. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're gonna be back. Um, sorry, my head's a bit fucked after that. I, I think I'm li- I lost a bit of oxygen. I've got, I've got something on my neck as well, like this big red strip now. Um, I think next, I, I think next week we're gonna gonna try out other hosts of Where the Fuck Is Taz. Maybe give that a go. Yeah. Yeah, I might, <laughs> might want to give him a few few weeks. Where the fuck is Nigel? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I, I, I don't know who, who, I don't know anyone called Nigel Yeah <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be back on Wednesday Where we're going to do our um, show at First regular episode of Showy Light Of 2020 It is going to be The format going forward Into WrestleMania season Which is of course comparing NXT to AEW as well as the rest of WWE's output, making sure that we keep you guys appraised as to our opinions, that's the important thing here, our opinions um, on the WWE universe um, so that you can impress all your friends and colleagues by repeating them to them. Yes. That's it. Got nothing else to say. I am gonna go and change my trousers. Probably a good idea for that. I love your concern, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Probably wasn't the reaction you were looking for. (laughs) Obviously not. (laughs) He's had a fire. I never heard about (laughs) Yeah, maybe you should talk to him. I will. (laughs) What, your regular catch up? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Alright, alright. Uh, let him know that I've ordered, mate, don't worry. 
Uh, yeah, if you could, that'd be that would be really nice. Yeah. Got you back, mate. Got you back. Glad someone has. Taz hasn't. Okay, I think we've we've flogged this dead horse. Let's go. Bye, everybody. Bye. Shout out to Mitch, by the way. Shout out to Mitch. Mitch. What a guy. What yeah, a guy. where you at? Hit me up. Twitter. Oh, oh, oh. The, what, what's your Twitter, Jay? I a robot, but the robot's got zeros in it. <laughs> <laughs> it works, mate. It works. It's fine. Fine. Self-explanatory. Self-explanatory. Cool. Um, I am time ju- not a time duke, obviously, um, as as it's been made abundantly clear to me today. Bye, Taz. Bye, Taz, who I believe is at Time Duke Taz. Is he? Quite boring, him and just wasn't there. Oh, okay. Maybe, Maybe he's not. Right. Maybe he's hiding. Maybe he's just hiding. See you in a bit, guys. See you in a bit, guys. Bye.